lives in the high-rise on the same floor as me. She asked me if I'd feed her dog, because she leaves early in the morning, and I don't leave so early. So I go in there about noon, and I feed that puppy. I went in there today, and the dog, of course, hates being alone. And though he's thrilled to see me, and I try to play with him, I just plunk the food down and leave, so... I took the ball, and I always throw for it, and I bounced it across the room. I didn't realize the patio doors were open. And that dog went galloping after that ball. The ball bounced over the railing. The dog dove after it, caught the ball in his teeth, and then fell 14 stories. I watched as he hit the dumpster, the side of the dumpster. It would have been good if he fell in the dumpster instead he hit the... I could hear the crack of that spinal column all the way 14 stories up. And then he just lay there. <laughs> Still clutching the ball in his teeth. thinking, what am I going to do? How do you explain a thing like that? She's had the dog 12 years. Imagine my shock and horror when I heard the key in the lock and she came in. She said, yeah, they called off the shoot that I was on, so I got the afternoon off. I walked up to her and I held her hands tightly in mine. I said, have you been noticing your dog acting a little depressed lately? <laughs> Is it, a, is it a show? Is it a presentation? Is it bizarre interaction? I don't know what to call it. Well, what we call this? I don't know. But uh, sooner or later, I'm sure we'll have something. Uh, when I'm walking with my hands cuffed in a jacket over my forehead. Uh, the grease man indicted today. Indicted? I don't mean nothing. We're just swapping stories, having a few laughs, checking topicality, and uh, generally uh, walking trippingly through life. And I'm glad you made it by. Got lots going on. We'll give you the, the total update on the uh, news you've already heard, but we'll give a different slant to it. What do you think? Yeah, we just call it the ring-dang-doo. What does that mean? Uh, this means a uh, Silly confab of wacky people like you and me. Uh, hi there, you made it through, and how do you do? Mr. Grismanelli. Yes, sir. Larry from Decatur, Georgia, it is refreshing to hear you on the morning in Atlanta. Hey, it's my pleasure to be on the morning in Atlanta, sir. What can I do for you? Well, I just wanted I just wanted to tell you about how what I've noticed, and it's a trend, is that People get offended by everything. Well, wait a minute. Nobody's offended by me, are they? I'm trying well, to be... But that's what I'm saying. It's so refreshing because, no, I'm talking about, it's just like that movie Aladdin, and the Arabs are upset at how they're portrayed. Yes. And defense workers are upset about how Michael Douglas portrays defense workers in that movie Falling Down. Right. And you go see that movie Hook, and it's a politically, ethnically correct little group of lost boys. That's because everyone's afraid of being offended, and that's why it's so refreshing to hear you speak your mind. You paint these pictures, all these 
colors, and, and I'm there with you. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just spilling my guts. That's my whole thing. I get out here and I spill my guts within the, the, the parameters of legality, of course, but it's a, it's a constant gut-spilling experience, Larry. But, but doesn't... Doesn't it seem like everyone just gets so... Everyone's offended by something. Well, the country has, has lost its sense of humor. The United States of America, as, a, as an entity, has lost its sense of humor. It's horrible. I don't think the people have. The people like you and me, we have not. But the, uh, the government, the bureaucracies, you make one false move and, uh, and you're hating life. You got protests, you can't name a team anymore without somebody thinking you hate their guts. You can't, make, you can't make a movement without someone thinking it's derogatory. The country has lost its sense of humor, and I tell you, it's a sad thing. It is, and that's just like down here with our Braves, and we got the engines down here, and like, I got nothing, we got nothing against them, which, but it's our, you know, the tomahawk chop, we're just out having fun, and everyone is offended by something, and it just, it's refreshing to be able to hear you. Now, I tell you what, if I were a Native American, I don't think I'd be offended by the tomahawk chop, I mean, that's bold, that's proud, that's Indians at their bad, we can't say Indians anymore, you gotta say Native Americans. I think, I understand how people can be offended, uh, I know the, uh, the name Redskin, for the Washington Redskins, uh, every time I've ever heard it, let's be honest, you and me, in a movie, when John Wayne said it, he wasn't saying it admiringly. He was saying him red skinned. You know, so I could almost see that a little bit. But we as a, as a, as a human being, we've gone beyond the trailblazer days, and we, we mean it kind of boldly, kind of out of respect and honor for a proud tradition. But uh, one thing's for sure, with all these protests and lack of sense of humor, I don't think when you protest... You you make any real fans out of the whole deal? No, I don't. I, don't think I mean, so. we could change the name of the Washington Redskins to the Washington Team, but does that really make you any? I mean, do you look upon a Native American and say thank you for having us change our name like that? We now respect you even more. Or in Atlanta, thank you for having us stop tomahawk chopping. It's nice to know that's against the law. We embrace you Native Americans even more. I think there could be a negative spin to all this. You know what I'm saying, Larry? Somewhere it's got to swing back the other way. Well, I don't mean, you know, negatively back the other way. I'm just thinking that uh, as long as the whole world knows nobody means nothing, uh, that we, 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 we chop and name out of respect and glory and dignity, maybe... Maybe somehow we'll get through it. I don't know. Hope they don't ban it, though, because I like seeing Jane chopping. Yeah. I like seeing Jane Tomahawk chopping. Ted's there chopping away, and she's, like, real politically correct. I don't know if I should chop. And he gives her that look that says, you damn well better chop, bitch. And she starts it chopping. I think it's great. It's worth watching the sports just to see her chopping. Uh, hi, it's Grace. What's going on? Hello? English? How you doing, Mr. Grace, man? I'm fine. What's up? All right, I just want to tell you about this vacuum in Waco. Yeah. Why don't they bomb his ass? I don't All understand. All right, easy, easy. No more hostage. We just started. We don't want to. They can't bomb him, sir, because there's little kids in there that are not responsible for all this. How come they did it in Philadelphia, though? You see, that's what I don't understand. You know, back in... Well, in Philadelphia, that, that might have been what we call overzealous pursuit. In Philadelphia, it wasn't really the intent. We were trying to just bomb the top of the roof off of that sucker. And it ended up catching like four, 400 houses on fire. That was not the intent. Now, admittedly, it kind of <laughs> accomplished. And not to uh, hurt the kids that are in there. I know. But, you see, I don't understand. And they put this music. What, is that going to, like, make them come out? It's going to make them... Well, I tell you what. You start playing Christmas. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that'll drive That's me nuts. I'd surrender immediately. The first time I heard, on come the bells, here come the... I'd be like, I surrender. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. 
See, that, that's, you see, by doing this, they set an example, you see, if you go do the same thing, no, the government is not going to bust on you. No, the government is going to bust on you. They're not getting away with anything. Sooner or later, they'll be apprehended. You know how much of the money they're wasting, taxes and... You know. I know. Sooner or later, though. They should do something, I tell you. It's not worth waiting. All right. It's absolutely ridiculous. I know. It is frustrating. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. Appreciate the call, but uh, I hope he doesn't screw me up. You know, here I'm in the running. Uh, for a very special magazine cover. No, not people. No, not us. Uh, I'm thinking of a magazine cover that would have me tingling as a lead slinging daddy. Well, I hope David Chorus doesn't screw me up on this. I'm a big, bold guy with a gleam in my eye, though I may seem kind of strange. I'm not real formal, but I swear I'm normal, so don't think I'm just deranged. I get all kind of thrills from shooting, not killing. It's my hobby, and you ought to know. One day I'll just betcha you you'll see Grease Match pictures on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Gonna see my picture on the cover. Gonna buy five copies for the money. Gonna see my smiling face on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Almost every weekend when it's fun I'm seeking, I'll be shooting, trapping, skeeting. I just can't find words for busting clay birds, so come on out, you'll see it's neat. Still some people criticize it and they overanalyze it. I should tell them where to go. But I'll wind up winning when you see me grinning on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Gonna see my picture on the cover. Gonna buy five copies from the mother. Gonna see my smiling face on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Man, would that be sweet. I mean, that's the magazine you're talking about, huh? Down in Waco was that Jesus Faco with a huge stash of guns inside. In comes the ATF looking to arrest for the weapons he tried to hide. It's a real big mess, Navin, David Koresh, I'm worried, and you ought to know. I just couldn't face it if he's my replacement on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Gonna see my picture on the cover. Gonna buy five copies for my mother. Gonna see my smiling face on the cover of Guns and Ammo. On the cover of Guns and Ammo. Gonna see my picture on the cover. Five copies for my mother. Gonna see my smiling face on the cover of Guns and Ammo. Where? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, as an American shooter, hopefully I don't have to wait till I climb the tower. Driven to it, there. 
For crying out loud. Hi, you made it through. Hey, Grease. Yes. Hey, what's going on, man? Another rockin', diddy-boppin' day. What's up with you, sir? Oh, I'm a trucker from Long Island. A trucker from Long Island. I like it. I like it there. Yeah, well, you know what's going on? What's going on? you got to see sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic, the views out there. The views of uh, sweet things. I know what you're talking about. Women do not wear underwear no more. I wonder why that is. Are you uh, saving money or what? I don't know, but it looks good to me. You like it, eh? I, gotta, I keep a camera with me now. I take pictures of everything. Now, wait a minute. Wait just a cotton-picking minute there. You mean to tell me while you're driving your big rig, you're snapping shots of women uh, who think that they're privately just sitting in their cars and you're actually taking intimate shots? Oh. Unbelievable. I, I don't know why they... I don't know. I would never judge anyone's sexuality. Never. Know what? I hold myself to a higher standard than you, because that way when you when you fall, you fall hard, don't you? All these preachers that got caught. All these people that are criticizing the very thing they're doing. So let me tell you honestly, before you read about it in the Inquirer, or the rumors start flying about me. I, Nino Griesmanelli, Used to buy my ex-wife Estelle edible underwear. You've seen the ads for it. Come on, admit it. You've seen it. Maybe you've even had a pair given to you for that bachelor party or that wacky gift. Edible underwear. You know, Estelle could even screw that up. Edible underwear is something you're supposed to put on like when you have a dinner. The woman says, hang on a second, I'll slip into something comfy. And she puts them on, and then she comes out. You know, while the candles are glowing, she's had them on a total of five minutes before you die dying on them. Not Estelle. She gets ready for work one morning and pulls them on like they's regular underwear. goes into work and does her normal routine. She gets to work, says hi to everybody, drinks a cup of coffee, cup of coffee, smokes two uh, Virginia Slims. Next thing you know, she's percolating butt coffee. So she goes down to the ladies' room, has herself a thunderous, wondrous mashup while reading the newspaper. She's done improper dappage. Now she comes in there, she's... <laughs> and then lunch, typical lunch, she goes down to the gym, gets on the aerobic cycle and starts pedaling that thing, still wearing that one. Look at that thing, legs pumping, 25 minutes she's wearing those things, ging, 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 ging. she's pedaling that bicycle. My God. And then back on the bus for the trip home where it's 98 degrees, sweating. The guy that designed the edible undies had in mind that kind of treatment. Fired at me coming along, dumb and happy, ready for my snack. When I come through the door, and there she is. Briefcase on the desk. She said, honey, I got a surprise for you. I want them edible undies to work. Are you ready? I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> What can I do? A married man has some obligations. But thanks be to sweet Jesus, when she pulled her britches down, 
Her fat behind had melted them into oblivion. This is the one. Oh, yes, it is. The Grease Man Show. Yeah, 1-800-544-9294. If you'd like a slice of the action, stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. And now for the 20-song music marathon, we take you to Springfield. All right, there's another 20-song music marathon. Now, remember, if we don't play at least 20 songs, it's $20,000. $20,000. Let's see. A YouTube five peanut butter, that new power recliner, five million cakes of beer. I better put on 94 WISP and finish my list. Okay, that was the Eagles. Before that, it was the Beatles, Frank Floyd, The Who, Moody Blues. That's a lot of classic rock. Geez, I'm getting hungry. I think I want some pizza. Ooh, pizza. With pepperoni, mushroom. It's the 20 Song Music Marathon. 20 songs in a row, or we'll pay you $20,000. I think I have a side of cheese fries. From the Classic Rock Station, 94 WYSP. Crackers, mushroom. You've probably seen the commercials for the new Nissan Altima. But even more likely, you've probably seen the Altima itself, because not only is it the best-selling new car in Nissan's history, the Altima is the best-selling new car nameplate in America. And for the first time, your Nissan dealer has plenty of Altimas in stock, still starting at $13,000. And now, till the end of March, there are factory-to-dealer incentives and low-cost leases on Zs, Pathfinders, Maximas, Trucks, and Sentras. There are also incentives on the NX and the 240SX, and the best selection yet on the new Quest minivan. So if you've been admiring all the new Nissans on the road, see your Nissan dealer. Because now you can finally drive one home. Nissan. It's time to expect more from a car. Based on sales of new nameplates through February 93, MSRP for Altima XE, excluding taxes, title, license, destination, charges, and options. Limited time offer. Dealer participation may affect cost. See dealer for details. I feel better now. I feel like I'm at least a month ahead of where I've ever been in spring training before. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to go into the season. I want to get that first game against Houston. I played that game over my mind about 50 times. Here's another Clearwater update with Kurt Schilling. A solid five guys from top to bottom. I think we're one of the few teams in all of baseball you can say that about. And I think we're one of the only teams in the National League you can say that about. Um, I fully expect us to throw a thousand innings between us. I'd like to see 60,000 people a night down the stretch in October. You know, the last five or six games of the year in September would be, that'd be awesome. If we stay healthy and we go out and we play, we catch the ball, I think our defense has got to be consistent. I think we're going to win a lot of games, and I think we're going to win the East. The Phillies have a ticket plan to suit your schedule and your budget, starting with guaranteed box seats to 13 games for just 130 bucks. Find out about all the part or full season ticket plans. Call 463-5000. If it lasts longer than 10 minutes, it's not good. Well, of course, it depends on exactly what he's doing to me. <laughs> but um, half an hour isn't at all unusual. <laughs> the sooner I'm finished, the better it is. It makes me kind of, you know, tingly all over. At Haircuttery, we've been asking people what a good haircut means to them. You know, shivers when that nice warm water hits my head and they massage the shampoo in. It's great. You know, I... I hate to admit it, but I, I love it when a woman shampoos my hair. How do you know when you've gotten a good haircut? If people laugh, 
That's not good. That's easy. So when a friend asks me, how much you pay for that, 60 bucks? And when I say yes, it's a lie. A good haircut is a good haircut. And at Haircuttery, it's still $10. At Haircuttery, a haircut always comes with shampoo and conditioning rinse. And you'll never pay more than $10. No extra charge for long hair. No appointment necessary. Haircuttery. A good haircut is a good haircut. Open seven days a week. Tell me all about this car buying phobia. First it was the shouting. Mm -hmm. I got confused. I started to believe the unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't any selection and the prices were too high. Mm -hmm. I've lost all hope. What's the answer, doctor? Five million dollar inventory reduction. What? The Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan $5 million inventory reduction is the cure for your car buying confusion. We're overstocked, and that means great selection and savings now through Saturday at Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan in nearby Doylestown. Find the car you want at the price you want. Choose from over 50 Nissan Sentras and Maximus, over 20 of the redesigned Toyota Corolla. Thompson's got 17 Nissan Pathfinders and seven brand-new Toyota T100 midsize trucks. You'll find amazing trade-in prices, flexible lease terms, and on-the-spot financing that may let you drive your new vehicle home. Now's the time to buy. See newspapers for details. Don't miss the incredible three-day, $5 million inventory reduction at Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan, Route 313 and 611 in Doylestown. It's just what the doctor ordered. You're listening to The Grease Man on the Classic Rock Station 94 WISP. Do it. Ah, you made it through. Yeah, appreciate it. Yes, go ahead. Uh, John Thomas from Newark, Delaware. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Very well. Good. Uh, the reason I was calling you up in heaven, uh, I was supposed to get married to my fiance after going out for nine years. Well, the uh, problem is she's always up for a hobble de gee like five, six times a day. You know, it's kind of scary, isn't it? At first, it's kind of neat, but then the responsibility becomes kind of scary. A lot of guys yeah, dream about that. Oh, it'd be great to have a woman that's up for action five or six times a day. But then when you finally run into one, for the first week, it's fun. But after that, you're thinking, oh, my God, how will I ever keep up this pace? Well, that's just it. I don't know if I can handle this the rest of my life. It's been nine years already. Yeah. Any younger, so... Uh, well, I tell you... a little bit of advice. Maybe the best thing to do is have her start without you. Get a little help from Everetti, and you just jump in for the final... Uh, Frontier, huh? <laughs> you jump in, you start here to get a little, uh, hear the headboard start buzzing, then it's time for you to run in there and hang on there. You know what I'm saying? Flying uh, gamma hooch. Flying gamma hooch type of deal, right. Get it getting <laughs> lathered up, and then you can, when you have her have a little button there, about five minutes before the end, she hits that thing, and you come running in. You're there for the grand finale. <laughs> Good luck, son. Okay, thanks, Greaseman. You bet. Hi, right, it's the Greaseman Show. What's up? Hey, what's up, Grease? I'm loving life. Go ahead. Loving life. Uh, whatchamacallit. I was playing poker with my friend. And, yes. Uh, he's a cop, and he got all these cop friends and all. Yeah. And they were all a bunch of kooks. Kooks? Why would you say a thing like that, sir? Because they're, they're all, they're all, they all act like they're, uh, I guess they're kind of like a family, you know? It is a family. But they're all over each other and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, get away from me. But they say all cops are like that. Well, they're good people, sir. Yeah? Oh, I'm yeah. wondering... Uh, what made you retire from being a cop? Oh, my God. What made me retire from being a cop? Yeah. Yeah, man. Anything really bad? Or? Yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. Pressure. Wasn't the pressure. I love the pressure. I thrived on the pressure. <laughs> I like the pressure. I mean, pressure is my life. No, it was these, these newfangled, I tell you, oh, God. Uh, uh, time to wonder. 
what it must be like to strap on a gun and pin on a badge and become a lawman. Yeah, I like good old-fashioned police work where you get in there. Well, in the old days, it used to be if you didn't come back with teeth marks on your nightstick, you weren't doing your job. If you didn't break some glass or have your revolver hot and smoking. I think the straw that broke my back was one day at roll call, Captain walked in and said, Gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to our newest crime-fighting technique, the automatic highway camera. Yes, we can throw away our radar guns. We can even cut back on the amount of squad cars we need. Let me show you how it works. We mount these cameras at various parts along the highway. When a motorist passes the given speed limit, the camera automatically photographs not only his car, but the people in it and the license tag. And then... The film is automatically sent to our main processing office where a citation is written. The person gets his speeding ticket in the mail. The police officer can then do more valuable duties. We embrace our new anti-speeding camera. That's when I walk up. I said, can I take a look at that camera, Captain? He said, certainly. Grease Manelli, come on up. So I looked at that camera. I said, Put a lunger right on the lens. He said, what the hell did you do that for? I'll take about $50,000. I said, let me tell you something. There's a lot of things this camera can't do. Yes, it can photograph a speeder, but it has no deterrent effect. I said, Captain, there's nothing like getting pulled over by a lawman. Uh, watching the maggots as they look in their rear view mirrors, you get out of the squad car with your big belly hanging out. And then walking up to them slow like, and they're thinking, oh my God, am I going to get a ticket? Am I going to get a ticket? Yeah. Belching Bavarian cream donut fumes in their face or yoking them through the window if they turn out to be maggots. Then. You can't get the fear factor with a damn camera. And I kicked it over. tell you something. Captain, I don't care about your fancy damn technology. There's no substitute for a real man swaggering up to some maggot and taking him downtown and bugging him. Brian Adlon, The Grease Man Show.
Nuts, nuts, nuts. Uh, and it feels like a million bucks doing it. Uh, oh, God, yes. Uh, the guess who? The Grease Man Show tearing it up, moving at a high rate of speed as usual. Hi there. Yay. Um, unfortunately, this afternoon I had to um, endure the videos of the inbred. Oh, well, you were watching the, the Nashville Television Network? No, it was the VH1 Country. Yes. Yeah, I was in there taking down a frosty mug. Anyway, um, that Dolly Parton, you know something? What? She is looking so sweet. Right, even though the tabloids this week have her body melting, she's looking pretty sweet. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. What is the fascination? I have a fascination with um, older women. I mean, some women just seem to look better as they get older. There you go. Well, that's fine. Yeah, some people do get better as they get older. I mean, it, well, what's the general consens consensus with... Um, well, you know, uh, generally, generally speaking, uh, uh, old age is not a... Not a help. I mean, you know, the best birth control for people over 50 is uh, nudity. Uh, so, so age generally is not a big help for you. But, but one thing I've learned over the years, that uh, women uh, are kind of like dog turds. Uh, Eat hot dogs. Right. The, the older they get, the easier they are to pick up. Into the night with Nino, the one and only Grease Man Show. <laughs> I don't mean nothing now. I don't mean nothing now. It's just a, just a, just a joke. Please, please. I must take a quick pause. Uh, uh, 1-800-544-9294 is my number. Stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. This weekend, 94 WISP puts you in control. As of now, I am in control. You want it? You got it. The All Request Weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd like to request a song. Yeah, can I make a request? Hi, I'd like to make a request. Oh, yeah, one of you play some John Lennon. This weekend, you sing it and we'll play it. All Request. We'll take you inside Philadelphia's largest on-air music library. We'll put you in the driver's seat. It's the all-request weekend. I mean, after all, isn't this why you bought your radio in the first place? The all-request weekend it happens this weekend from the only station big enough to bring it to you. We're the classic rock station. 94 WISP. Thanks for listening to Philadelphia's classic rock radio station. 94 WISP. We specialize in only the great stuff from the past for decades, and we would love to have your input. Give us a call right now at 668-8320 and let us know how we can better serve you. We're the Classic Rock Station, 94 WISP. And now, 
for the name of the winner of the New Jersey Lottery's Pick 6 Lotto Jackpot. The winner is... No one! Since no one won, that can only mean one thing. It means that the New Jersey Lottery's Pick 6 Lotto Jackpot is still growing. Right now, the Pick 6 Jackpot is worth $19.5 million, and it's getting bigger by the minute. Who knows how high the jackpot will go by tomorrow night's big Pick 6 drawing. Just think, for a little change, four quarters or ten dimes, all those Pick 6 millions could be yours. So come on, do it now. Get in on tomorrow's big Pick 6 Lotto Jackpot. Stop by your nearest New Jersey Lottery agent and play Pick 6 Lotto today. Why, with a dollar and your six numbers, Maybe the winner will be... Don't forget tonight's huge pick six jackpot. Why, with a dollar and your six numbers, maybe the winner will be... You. Play New Jersey's pick six lotto. With a little change, you could change your luck. Toyotas, one dollar over invoice. Toyotas, one dollar over factory invoice. Toyotas, one dollar over factory wholesale invoice. Today... At Potemkin Toyota in Springfield, $1 over invoice delivers any brand new 1993 Toyota in stock. Corollas, Tercel, even Camry. $1 over factory invoice. Forerunners, Paseo, even Camry. $1 over factory invoice. Plus, as an added bonus, get 10% more for your trade. 10% more than your trade is worth. Only from the number one Toyota dealer in the tri-state area. Put Hampton. Go directly to 860 Baltimore Pike. Just off Blue Route Exit 2 on the Golden Mile Springfield. Or call Potamka Toyota at 6906000. Toyota, one dollar over factory invoice. Nobody beats a Potamkin I was looking for this irresistible taste When I came from this irresistible place Well, maybe you could help me I've been searching for so long And she looked in my eyes Get special savings on Pepsi this week at CVS Drug Stores. Make the clear choice with Crystal Pepsi. Two liters, only 99 cents. Try the light, refreshing, clear cola with no preservatives or artificial colors and very low sodium. Or choose from your favorite Pepsi brands, including Diet Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Pepsi and Crystal Pepsi, two liters, only 99 cents this week at CVS. five-speed stick shift. Alloy wheels and the usual performance options and you can build yourself a sports sedan. But it won't be a Saab 9000 CSE. Not without the three things that make a Saab a Saab. A heart, a mind, and a conscience. Its heart is the driving experience. In the turbocharged version, the most powerful, agile Saab ever built. It's mind, the computers that discipline the car, extracting the maximum excitement from the minimum of fuel. And its conscience lies in its dedication to safety, including innovative new side impact protection. The Saab 9000 CSE. For those with heart, mind, and conscience, a sports sedan that shares your priorities. Special incentives now available at your participating Saab dealers. 
Nighttime radio in Philadelphia will never be the same. <laughs> yes, it's true. You're listening to the Grease Man Show on the classic rock station. <laughs> 94 WISP. People say, Grease, why don't you want to have children? Well, it's that letter that Moses wrote, Woody, that makes me not want to have him. Where he says, I hope you get depressed over enough over this whole thing that you want to commit suicide. Huh? Although, I guess in Moses' defense, when they asked Woody, well, do you know any of your children's birthdays or whether they like baseball, he didn't know. So I don't know what's going on. And that Mia had all these animals, chinchillas, gerbils, hamsters, dogs, cats. So that story continues to unfold as we shake our heads ruefully. Look who's uh, semi-hating life. Kim Basinger was ordered to pay almost $9 million today for failing to act in the movie Boxing Helena. The Superior Court jury in Los Angeles also ruled the actress faces additional punitive damages for walking out of the movie on the eve of its production. She'll probably have to sell that town she bought down in Dixie, huh? Man, oh, man. They ask us why we drink. They ask us why we drink. Uh, hi there, hey there, ho there. It's the Grease Man Show. What's cooking? Grease. Yes. How you doing? I'm fine. Haven't talked to you in a long time. Yes, sir. What's up? Uh, just calling down here in Cambridge on the Eastern Shore. Yeah. And uh, I crab a little bit, and I got a lot of friends that do some crabbing. We want to know if we can lay a trot line down the down in the channel and see if the good ship Grease is going to come cut it off. Yeah, buddy. Well. Uh... You never know. I'm, I'm psyched about springtime rolling around, breaking out the good ship grease. Man, is that ever deep, eh? That is good. Oh, God. Mm. I'm ready. I'm ready for action. I want to I wanna experience life. I want to dance. I want to trip the light fantastic. Thank you for calling, buddy. You got me psyched. All right. There is nothing like it, there. There's nothing like it. I mean, you talk this time of year and... The buds start coming out, new life. And I appreciate every springtime because I know they're limited. I mean, you don't have a little book that says this entitles you to unlimited springtimes. You only get so many. And then one day you reach the last one. And a lot of times you don't even know it's the last one. You just go directly to a slab, but do not pass go. to me the time my daddy got a heart attack and lapsed into a coma for a while and they didn't think he was going to make it. All those years of Tipperillas, all those years of Slim Jims and Vienna Sausage when he was driving finally caught up with them, I guess. Well, finally, he, uh, he came to it. We all told him that he'd been out for three, four days. And he said, you know, it's funny, I've been out for three or four days, and I you'd think I'd be hungrier than I am. And the nurse piped up and said, well, Mr. Grease Manelli, we're feeding you through a tube. You've been eating the whole time you've been unconscious. So Daddy reached around under the covers, and sure enough, they had this tube running into his turkish. And they were pumping food there in his butt. For three days. And Daddy said, well, that is amazing. Feed me through a tube like that. I wonder if I can have two more tubes. 
And the nurse said, two more tubes? Why possibly would you want two more tubes? And Daddy said, well, I'd like to invite you and the doctor that saved my life to lunch tomorrow. The Gooseman Show. Yeah, man. So he wasn't without his gratitude. Uh, was not without his gratitude. Uh, oh, man. Hey there, hi there, ho there. You made it through. What's cooking? It's Greece. Go ahead. Yeah, my name's John. Yeah, John, what's up? Pine Hill. Yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. I was wondering if you ever had a job as a veterinarian. Well, you know, I never have, but I have helped little animals in my day. I was wondering if you, what you could think about doing about a, a cat that's in heat. Well, I don't know. You ought to go ahead and take them in there rather than let the poor thing torture itself hopping around. Take, yeah, get Take, it, take get him it, in take there. Huh? Take him in there. Yeah. All right. Because we got one boy and one girl. Yeah, take them in there. Yeah. All right. Hi there, it's Grease. Go ahead. Hello? Huh? I hear general sounds of rot rattling around. Hi, it's the Grease Man. What's going on? All right, I got to run. When I, when I get you, you got to pick up real quick. Because uh, I got a lot on my mind, man. Uh, I got a lot on my mind. All right, let me get my body working here. People say I don't get enough cardiovascular activity. All I do is lift weights. Well, let me show you how I can move here. And you tell me this ain't cardiovascular. I taped this last night in a place that I went into to get my bone dry. Man, they were going nuts. People were spinning around like the Mambo King. And I was sitting there in my field suck of soup. Flailing my arms. Yeah! Yeah! Well, you know, I'm minding my own business, which I always do when I'm drinking my bone dry martini. And these three guys came in, wiry little fellas, fresh from their martial arts class. You know, there I am, fresh from doing my ditty bopping duties on the radio, and there they were, still in their geese from their karate. And they'd worked up a good thirst. I said, excuse me, is that a taekwondo gi? Or a kung fu gi? He looked at me, he said, you the grease man, ain't you? I said, yeah. He said, well, then I'm wearing a hapadu gi. So I got to talking to the guys. I said, well, which one of you is better? And they said, well, I'm better. No, I'm better. I'm better. So... One of them said, all right, we'll settle this thing. And boy, I tell you, they were fast. One of them caught a fly in his bare hand. A fly was going by, he just caught it. And that's hard to do. You ever try to catch a fly just as it's going by? It can be done, but it's tough. And the other guy said, that's nothing. Turn it loose. The first guy turned it loose, and the other guy went, swap, swap. Two quick swipes of his blade-like hand, and that fly dropped to the bottom of the barroom floor with his wings chopped off. I said, wow, that is amazing. And the third guy said, that ain't nothing. Catch me another fly. So the first guy grabbed a fly on the wing, caught it in his hand. The third guy got ready. Said, all right, turn him loose. And that fly buzzed out of his hand, and the third guy went, swap. And the fly just kept on going and flew out the window. 
said, hey, that's too bad. You missed his wings. And the guy said, yeah. But that's one fly that'll never make love again. It's the all-new Grease Man Show. All right, let's go to the blower. Hey there, you made it through. What's cooking? It's Grease. Billy. Hi, how are you, Grease Man? I'm very well. I need some advice. What is it? I have a very good friend from, I mean, the third grade. I'm 31 years old. We've been friends forever. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I moved out of state, had some kids, came back, and yes, yes. she's little, she's been hanging out, and we've been really tight, and I'm involved with this new man. Yes. We love him a lot, but the bottom line is, uh, she's kind of gay, and she's kind of in love with me, and Ooh. it's kind of, that's okay, I have no problem with that, we, we still hang out, but... Lately, she's, like, really been throwing a wrench in my works as far as... What, does she want... Life. Does she want you? Pardon? She wants you desperately. Oh, yeah. And do you want do you want her? Well, no, I, I want to I want to be friends with her and everything, but it, it turns out whenever we hang, it all you know it ends up in the same way. Be friends, to, but at the same token, it's like she's starting to cause problems with my man. You know, so I was just wondering if you can help me out with that because I don't want you know I don't want to blow a, a really long. Time. Well, why is it going to cause problems with your man? I don't understand it. Well, just as far as you know. Uh, the jealousy, I mean, it's like... He's jealous that maybe you want to run off with her. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that what it is? And you thought about it a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You've been thinking about it, eh? Well, no, you know, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm oh, well, come on, talk to Papa, talk to Papa. <laughs> I do. I, I You're thinking, man. Huh? Your husband's really late at work. You're thinking about you and your friend and maybe an intimate moment. And the next thing you know... <laughs> <laughs> huh? Is that what you're thinking? Okay, well, that's, 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 all right, honestly. Talk to Papa here. It's, it's been, it's been intimate, but I've never, I've never told her that it was going to wind up, you know. She understands my lifestyle, and I'm into, I'm into the man of my life, you know. Right. So well, it's, it's been intimate, and she said that she could handle that, but she really can't. And all right. Told, you know, I told her, you know, we can't be. Well, I think you're, you're suffering from a, a, a scotch of a sexual uh, confusion yourself. You're thinking about maybe taking her up on her offer. Well, I, no, I mean, I definitely know what I want, you know. You want this I guy? I know I want the man in my life to be the man in my life. But every now and then you think about her. Well, I just, th I just. It, well, you think your man would give you an authorization to have just a brief fling with her, just to make sure that's I'm not really. I've no problem with it. Well, then. Oh, you must have awful. Well, you got the best of both worlds. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. My my point is being it's it's like she's starting to get really jealous. You know, it's like. So you get jealous of him? Yeah, she's jealous of him. He's he's cool. Yeah, he's he's fine. Well, she should be jealous of him. You're going to marry him one day, have his children. Eventually, you'll stop going out with her. If I get lucky. All right. That's but, a tricky thing, this. Pardon? I mean, but you still respect her as a human being, right? And your husband does, and that's what you should do. I mean, people are still people. Yeah. I just don't know, you know, as far as, as her jealousy, what I should do. You can't do anything about it. You're letting him hold you. He's he's making love to you. How can you how can you stop someone from being jealous? Someone that loves you very much, she's gonna be jealous. You can't say, Don't be jealous, I'm going home. My husband and I are gonna make love. Have a nice night. That's how can crazy. how can you not be jealous of that? <laughs> right? Okay, that's cool. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, good luck. Bye bye. Good bye bye. It it's it's a tricky business. I uh, I understand what people go through. Yeah. I mean 
Uh, and you never know the thing is, here she went to school with this person, right? She went to school with this person since third grade. Never had any idea that her friend was carpet much. And there's nothing wrong with that. People, now I'm reading it's genetic now. People just grow up the way the genes dictate. I remember one time, I was trying to quit smoking years ago, using the technique that Daddy taught me. That's when you take a fresh pack of cigarettes, empty the pack, take one at random, bury the filter end in the Bombay's, spin it three times, pull it back out, and after you've anointed it where the air is rare, you stick it back in the pack and mix it all up with the other one. Now that'll make you think twice before you take a cigarette out of that pack, right? Well, I'm at this cocktail party, and some guy says, excuse me, you wouldn't have a cigarette, would you? I said, yeah, I, I do, as a matter of fact. Here you go, and I shook one out of the pack without thinking. Wouldn't you know, he got the, the cigarette that I had anointed in the gluteal cleft. lit it with my rum from... And as he drew gratefully on it, he smacked his lips. And then his eyes sparkled. He looked at me and said, You know, that's the most subtle come on I've ever had. Oh, no! Hey, just chill a minute. Grease is coming right back. It's the all-new Grease Man Show. 1-800-544-9294 is my number. Stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. This weekend, 94 WISP puts you in control. The All Request Weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd like to request a song. Yeah, can I make a request? Hi, I'd like to make a request. Oh, uh, yeah, I was wondering if you play some John Lennon. This weekend, you say it, and we'll play it. All Request. We'll take you inside Philadelphia's largest on-air music library. And we'll put you in the driver's seat. It's the All Request Weekend. I mean, after all, isn't this why you bought your radio in the first place? The All Request Weekend. It happens this weekend from the only station big enough to bring it to you. We're the classic rock station. Hey! For WISP. Thanks for listening to Philadelphia's classic rock radio station. 94 WISP. We specialize in only the great stuff from the past four decades. And we would love to have your input. Give us a call right now at 668-8320 and let us know how we can better serve you. We're the classic rock station. 94 WISP. Who is America's toughest man? On March 27th, all America will find out. Tough man, world championship. The rules are simple. One man fights another man. The winner fights another man. And another. And keeps on fighting until we all find out who is America's toughest man. Tough man, world championship. A non-stop slugfest. Saturday, March 27th. Live on pay-per-view. Call your cable company. The toughest man in Philadelphia stands six foot two inches tall, weighs 250 pounds, and lives in South Philly. He's John Garbarino, and he knocked out Philadelphia's toughest to become our local champion. On Saturday, March 27th, he'll represent Philadelphia at the Tough Man World Championship. He'll fight for a shot at the title and a $50,000 winner-take-all purse. See celebrity coaches Mr. T and Smokin' Joe Frazier in a three-hour non-stop slugfest Saturday, March 27th at 9 p.m. To be a Trump Taj Mahal, call Ticketmaster, or you can see all the action live on pay-per-view. Call your cable company.
I'd like to talk to you about a great deal for your business. Tickets to the 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic, May 17th through the 23rd. Classic tickets make great gifts. It's a great way to thank your best clients and reward your top employees. The 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic is the only senior PGA tournament event in the Philadelphia area. You'll see some of the living legends of golf, like Arnold Palmer, Chichi Rodriguez, and last year's champion Lee Trevino, shoot it out for $550,000 in prize money. Right there, up close at the Chester Valley Golf Club. What's even more exciting is all the proceeds go to St. Christopher's Hospital for Children. Tee off at the Chester Valley Golf Club is only two months away. So call 215-644-CLUB today for information on advanced discounted tickets to the 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic. That's 215-644-CLUB. Great golf for a great cause. America's Tool Store. It's where you'll find the leading brands. Black & Decker, DeWalt, Stanley, Makita, Husky, Ryobi, Skill, and more. America's Tool Store. It's where you'll find all the tools you need for all your projects. From hammers to power drills to work tables. America's Tool Store. More tools than any other store. All at guaranteed low warehouse prices. America's Tool Store. It's in only one place. Home Depot, where you'll find the best from Genie, like Genie wet-dry vacuums. Genie vacs make it easy to clean up the toughest messes, even construction debris. And for extra convenience at home, get a Genie garage door opener. Genie openers feature the patented screw drive system for power and reliability. And Genie is proud to be a member of the Home Depot Olympic family. America's Tool Store. It's in only one place. Home Depot, where low prices are just the beginning. Tax registration, title insurance, and options not included. First payment and non-refundable bank fee due at inception. 15,000 annual miles, 15 cents per mile thereafter. MSRP 2850. Total of payments 8244. Your Infinity Dealers of Delaware Valley bring you luxury, performance, and value at a payment you'd never expect. $229 a month. $229 a month for 36 months with only $700 down. Brand new 1993 Infinity G20 sedans. Fully appointed with automatic air conditioning, anti-lock brakes, and deluxe stereo AM FM cassette system for only $229 a month. $229 a month for a brand new Infinity G20 sedan with only $700 down. See your nearest Infinity dealer of Delaware Valley, Mainline Infinity Ardmore, Infinity of Huntington Valley, and Holman Infinity, Maple Shade, New Jersey. Brand new Infinity G20 sedans. Luxury, performance, and value for only $229 a month. You're listening to The Greaseman Show on 94 WYSP Philadelphia. It's the Grease Man Show. Uh, what's cooking there? Oh, hi, Grease Man. How are you? Oh, well, I'm fine, but I'm not the problem. What's the matter? Uh, I'm a little worried about my husband. You worried about your husband? Yeah, well, you see, I, he's a great guy and everything, but he's under so much stress. The smallest little thing will tick. Not tick him off, but it's like he, he blows up over it. Goes nuts, you mean? Absolutely crazy. The other night, for example, uh, I asked him to put away something in the refrigerator... 
and he knocked over yogurt and it splashed on the floor and the plastic container broke. Yeah. You should have heard him. I mean, it was like, oh, my God. I can't even tell right. you what he was spouting off. The language. He called me a couple of minutes ago to say he was going to be late. Yes. And the operator cut in and said, you know, please deposit another quarter or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that was enough to drive him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the man, and if his computer crashes, forget about it. He I, put his fist through the terminal screen. Bash. I, I, I don't know what to do. And I figured you used to be a medical doctor, right? Yes. So is it is it humanly possible to, like, install a little valve in the top of his head and, you well, know, steam would go up or something? Right, or either that or you put a little uh, implant under his arm so you could r slowly release a Valium drip to calm him down, right? Uh, is that legal? Uh, well, you know, if you do it in the right way. You know, he's a wonderful human being. Wait a minute. I, I, wait a minute. We're patching a call for your husband now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They ran out of staples at the office. Oh, no. Let's oh, see how he's handling it. The boss was trying to tell him they'll get more staples. But, uh... Maybe the first step ought to be to, uh... Uh, drink decaf instead of leaded coffee. What do you think? And you know, this guy wants a car phone. He wants a car phone? He wants a car phone. Can you imagine? If he gets cut off, you mean? Uh, oh, no, he wants a car phone. But, I mean, first of all, if somebody cuts in front of him, that's another whole story. But can you imagine, like, in car phones, like when you get out of a range or something? Oh, wait a minute. Now, does he, uh, does, he, does he chase people? Like, if someone cuts him off, he chases him in the car, wants to fight him and that kind of thing? Oh, no, but he gets all red in the face. I think he's going to turn purple. And he has more hand gestures than Carter has liver pills. All right. Well, I think we need to settle him down. We're all under a lot of stress. Everybody. You got your boss, your wife, your kids, your bills. I give him no stress whatsoever. I know, but uh, so someone's got to settle him down. Maybe I better give him a call and say, look, just knock it off. You can't have these kind of... He's going to end up with a heart attack one day. Do you think you could call him later and calm him down? Maybe I ought to tell him, tell you where I'm going to be. He can meet me, and, you know, we'll have a very special kind of therapy, him and me. This oh, therapy, okay, right? Okay, but don't look. keep him waiting, because if you're late, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. No, believe me, I'm never, I'm never late when it comes to this. Listen. Bone dry. And I think after one like that, you should send him home in a taxi. Yeah, I will. I'll make Thanks, sure. Grease Man. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Grease. Hey, Grease Man. How you doing? Hey. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Love your show, man. Thank you. All right. My problem is, I got my, my sister's going out with my friend, all right? Yes. My sister's, it's my little sister. She's 20 years old. 20? He's 30. He's 32. 32, and he's zapping your 20-year-old sister. Well, I think he is. I yeah. don't know. He is. Yeah, he probably is. He yes. Is. So what's your question? My question is, what you know, should I say anything? Should I do anything about it, or should I just let it go by and... Uh... Well, did he, have, did he have the kind dignity to come to you and say, look... No. I, I want to date your sister. I'll always treat her with respect. Yes, there will probably be intimacies, but even though we are friends and we've said things about it, see, the problem is you've laughed with him in the past over things you've done, your debaucherous behavior with women. Exactly. And now here's We this... have done some debaucherous things with right. women. And you've, you've taken out, you've gone hogging together. 
probably double deucing together. Exactly. And now after this hideous track record of specklery, right. here is your partner in crime anointing uh, an out-of-bounds type woman. Right, my your, little sister. Your little sister. I don't like it. I know. I don't know. It's legal, but it doesn't really pass the sniff test, does no, it? No, yeah, Some, exactly. Something about it doesn't doesn't sniff right, you know? Right, right. I mean, you think of him and all the hideous things you went in, and there's your little sister. That oh, cute man. little thing you used to change your diet and oh, babysitter. Man, yeah. And there he is. Yeah, yeah, I'm hating it. I'm hating life. It you drives I mean? you nuts, yeah. Well, he's not—he's not hurting her, is he? No, I'm making sure of that. He's a—well, she's a grown woman. You really can't interfere, you know. I she's, know. That's—I told her the other night. That's the same thing. I can't. You talk to her. Yeah, I talk to her. Are they spending weekends away? <sighs> not away, but close by. Anyway. Right. He picks her up, goes over to his place, and there he is. Who's your daddy? Who's yep. your daddy? Who's exactly. your daddy? Exactly. She comes through the door at night and she walks to her room. When she looked at him with that loving look, I was dying. Yeah, yeah. man. I, well, that loving looks will say all. But you know what I would have done to him? You don't want to fight him over this thing, but sometime when your sister's busy, when she's there at her field hockey meet, you might get with him on a... On a night, you know, you're having a couple of beers. You say, you know something? You and me, we go back, right? You and me, we've had a lot of fun together. Come on, step out on the balcony a second. And you step out there and you look at all the lights. You look at that vista and you say, you see those lights out there? In back of every light, there's probably a woman. As far as the eye can see, there's women. There's millions of them out there. Why is it you got to choose this woman here? I mean, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I can't tell you what to do, nor her. I'm just saying, I thought we had something as far as friendship. Ten quinzillion receptacles out there, and you choose my sister. It doesn't really speak well for our friendship. And it doesn't really, frankly, speak well for our continued goings-on. Guys will be like that. I, uh, well, I guess I can't be too hard on them because I dated a friend, sister. I got to know what she wanted me, maybe because I was older. I had spending, I was driving a cab at the time. And I could tell she wanted me. There was that twinkle in her eye and... I guess here's where I'll burn in hell. I knew I wasn't going to marry her, but she was sweet. A little too young for me, but oh, God, was she dying. She was legal. So it all started one night. I asked her if she wanted to ride with me in the cab and see the weirdos that I pick up on the fairs and everything. So she came along. And... At the end of the night, she asked for a ride home. I said, you know, it's, it's illegal for me to in the cab without having the meter on. So you have to sit in the back. So she sat in the back. She said, you know, I don't really want to go home. Without a word, I turned to the local lover's lane. Pulled up right there where we had the best view of the scenic overlook. Car wasn't stopped two seconds. She jumped out, ran around, jumped in the passenger seat, and... Oh. 
unbelievable. Stars were twinkling. Oh, God. My head was lolling, spit rolling out of the corner of my mouth. I'm like, yeah, baby. Oh, daddy. That's incredible. Oh, daddy's so good. That's when she looked up with one eye. She went, oh. You know, you could at least turn the meter off. Stand by for more of the old new Greaseman show. All right. Uh, yeah, we don't stop here. Look at me. I'm possessed. Uh, hi, it's Grease. I'm having, uh, supposed to get married ah. to my... Rocket, go ahead. Uh, were you ever shot when you were in Vietnam? Oh, man, did I pick up some shrapnel. Let me tell you something. To this day, I got scars all over my... Really? Yeah. Does it hurt you a lot? No, it doesn't hurt me anymore. No? No. How were you shot? And so, actually, it was not bullets. It was concussion, a grenade-type thing. Really? What what'd you, t- you do there? What was your job? Kill the enemy. Kill the enemy? Kill the enemy. It was a simple job. It wasn't like a job description. You go to an office, well, your job is to change the paper of the copier. Your job is to uh, make sure the garbage cans don't overflow. Your job is to make the coffee. I had a simple job description. Kill the enemy! You kill a lot of people? Kill the enemy! I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> Ever have nightmares about it? <laughs> You ever have nightmares about it? <laughs> Every now and then when you're talking to me, you'll see me get a faraway look at my eye. You'll say, Grease, are you there? Earth to Grease, what's the deal? But no. My mind's a thousand miles away. Remembering the days when the name on my uniform's in Grease Minnelli. But everybody knew me as Sergeant Fury. Boeing Tree, 1967. No wonder so many guys wanted out. But wasn't the enemy taunting you? Or laying down a withering field of fire? Ah, crawling on your hands and knees with your face stuck in real estate? It's not the bullet with your name on it that you're worried about. It's the one marked to whom it may concern that got your attention. Stop. Well, they yanked me from the front lines when they when they realized that I had a medical school background. They said, "What the hell are you doing up here?" I said, "I'm killing commies. That's what I'm doing here." He said, "How do you know if they're commies? These could be mountain guard tribesmen. These look the South Vietnamese look like the North Vietnamese. I mean, how do you know they're commies? Said, kill them all and let God sort them out." <laughs> Me. I said, wait a minute. Uh, surgeon, we need you back there. You're more valuable to us. But you know what? What hurt me? Like, like General Patton before me. I had no patience with battle fatigue. Guys had come to me. I can't do it anymore. I just can't do it. I said, you'll do it. You'll do it. If I have to shoot you myself, then get out there. I stitched the ground around They say, I want a medical discharge. They were always coming to make an appointments. Doc, I got a trick knee. I can't walk the DMZ anymore. You got to turn me loose. I said, no way. Get out there. Do your time, man. Do your time. They ain't come to me. All the tricks they had, they'd rub pepper in their eyes. Look at this. I got some kind of eye infection. I can't get out there. 
And give him a bottle of unguentine and say, get out there. All day long, between dealing with people that were actually wounded, I had to deal with these malingerers, these maggots that didn't want to do their share. Until one day she came in. She said, are you the one they call Sergeant Fury? I said, who wants to know? She said, my name's Corporal Rubinsky, sir. I said, well, Corporal, what can I do for you? She said, I just can't take it here anymore. The heat, the sweat, the bullets. I gotta get out. I said, no way, nobody gets out. You serve your years. She said, I'm willing to negotiate. I said, negotiate? Well, it's Corporal. I mean, she was looking sweet. Next thing I know, she's disrobed in my tent. And oh my God, she taught me the meaning of passion. Oh, that great. Well, you ain't bad yourself there, little miss. All right, request approved. You're going home, kid. You're going home. Well, when she came walking out there, smiling pretty as you please with her discharge papers, all the guys that I'd turned down before her were like, Dick, they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doc, how can you turn her loose? Look at us. Uh, I got my arm hanging half off here. Look at me. I got a knee dislocated. I had a couple of toes blown off. I said, well, she's been through a lot herself. Why? And just now she got hit with a heat-seeking muscle. Woo, it's hot stuff, man. The Grease Man Show.
the Grease Man Show. This day trip. All right, let's change the mood altogether. Let's play uh, the Grease Man Quiz. What do you think? play that quiz. Let's fall in love. Why shouldn't we fall in love? How would you like to play the Grease Man quiz? Oh, yes, I would. All right. Are you a lucid individual with even a snowball's chance in hell of solving these questions? Um, yes. Okay, good. What's your first name and uh, what do you do? Uh, my name is Nick and I'm a marketing manager. Nick, the marketing manager. Well, if anybody, Nick, can do it, I bet you can. So let's uh, give the prize wheel a big spin. Come on, suitcase full of diamonds. Come on, traveler's checks to glory. Come on, Steinway. Look at this, it's a lawn jockey. Yes, Nick, the ever-popular lawn jockey. Throw it out there and harken back to days of old. Yes, not since the lawn flamingo has there been a more popular ornament, the lawn jockey. I got a few of them on my uh, lawn, so I can add to it. You can add to it. That's great. The lawn jockey from Spiegel, Chicago, 60609. All right. Uh, listen very carefully. I'm listening. And, and tell me the difference between a boar hog and a man. <laughs> What is the difference between a boar hog and a man? Well, a boar hog doesn't have to drink two six-packs before he can nail a pig. <laughs> no, he didn't know it. Did you hear him blow it? Yes, he was a wacky guy. Oh, he didn't even try it because he knew I wouldn't buy it. Yes, he was a wacky guy. I'm sorry, Nick. I got to take the long jockey and put him back in the hobby. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. But That's you, right. Uh, do me a favor. Have a big drink here, Martini, for me, all right? Uh, I sure will. Why, you headed home for Martini time yourself or what? Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym, and then uh, I'm going to probably go uh, spoil a few down. Oh, man, there's nothing like... You know, you feel... You ever notice that you go to the gym, you feel a little bit uh, less guilty about uh, knocking back a martini if you've had a little physical pain, a little molecular dislocation. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. Probably end up with marbled livers one day, but at least we'll look bulky. That's true. Thanks, Nick. Have a good night. You too, and thank you for everybody here at the Greaseman Quiz. Yeah, I got to shoot like a big glute. 1-800-544-9294 is my telephone number. Stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. 94 WISP takes you to the Grease Man on the classic rock station, 94 WISP. All right, we're back in action. I'm thumbing through the tabloids. The usual stuff. They say, uh... Uh, Dolly Parton's face is falling apart. Didn't they say that about Michael Jackson's face? Too much plastic surgery? They get these pictures that make it look kind of suspicious, but then again, if you take somebody's picture enough, you can find them looking however you want them to look. I don't know. I don't think I could ever have surgery on my Kesha. I don't think I could. Somebody cut me just for the hell of it. I know a lot of people do it to make themselves look better, and I, I salute you. If you feel better with having somebody lopping hunks of your body and throwing it in the dumpster... Eh, uh, well, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if I can handle it. I, uh, I'll just play the hand I'm dealt. I'll go through life with a big grin on my face. Lord, a big grin on my face. And uh, I don't want to get you uh, the wrong impression with my uh, Sergeant Fury goings on and all that lead slinging and lawman stuff. 
I, I do have to be honest because I, I don't want it to come out later on and then you'll see why you hypocritical, sanctimonious, no good, lying sack of human poop. I didn't want to go in any any more than the next guy. I didn't want to go in there and be wrenched from everything I love. I remember we all kind of messed around with our draft physical. I know it was so much different, too, because my daddy used to tell me that in World War II, guys were dreading the physical because they was afraid they might not get in. You know, that they'd declare them unfit for service. You got flat feet. You can't go to war. That's the way it was in World War II. Guys would go in training just to take their draft physical so they'd make sure they passed. So they could suit up and blast off. To protect democracy the American way. And find adventure on foreign shores. How did we get to from that point back in the Vietnam days when guys were doing all kinds of crazy things to fail their draft physical. And I can't lie. I fudged a little bit myself. I remember I walked in there and I tripped over the garbage can and just kind of fell into the chair. The doctor said, all right, let me... Uh, let me do the vision test here. Uh, read the uh, bottom line of the chart. I said, what chart? He said, the chart right here against the wall. I said, what wall? He said, the wall I'm pointing at. I said, where are you? He said, jumping, Jiminy Cricket. You're nearsighted as can be, ain't you? I said, Doc, I'm telling you what. I got to kind of feel my way around everywhere I go. He said, well, we can't have you as a fighting man that way. I'm sorry to tell you this, son. You failed your draft physical. I said, oh, God. Of course, I'm thinking to myself, sweet. <laughs> went out of there still staggering and stumbling. That is until I hit the street. Then I took off. I took off like a shot. I went down to the local gin mill and I threw back a couple of doubles. I said, you never guess what I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Beat the rap. And I decided to celebrate by just lazing around the rest of the day. Taking in a movie. So, something real good that I wanted to see was playing nearby. So... I get in the movie theater and I sit down and turn to look at the person next to me. And what are the odds on this happening? It's the doctor that just finished examining me. He looked at me and I think we both recognized each other about the same instant. But I thought fast. I looked at him and I said, excuse me, ma'am. Can you tell me what time this bus gets to Cleveland? It's the all-new Grease Man Show. All right, let's uh, let's take another phone call here. Hi, it's Grease spilling my guts. Hey, Grease. As I hope you will too. Yeah, what's up? Hey, I, I hear you work out, and I wanted to ask you if uh, you ever play any sports when you're back in high school or college. Oh man, you gotta be a football hero to get along with a beautiful girl. You gotta be a football hero. Uh, see, I play baseball. I never play football. Really? You just what? What? What position do you play? Uh, first base. 
Yeah, the old moose scouring position, eh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I got kind of kind of into uh, baseball myself for a while there, and, I, and to this day I feel a little guilty about it. You see, I had someone going for me, and I'll, if you, if you want to listen on the air, sir, I'll, I'll spill my guts for you live, okay? All right. All right, thank you. Yeah, baseball, that's what I always wanted. You know, football is good, but you got a limited range there. Guys, look at Nolan Ryan. You know, baseball, you can, you can stretch it out. That's the thing that when Bo Jackson was, uh, was deciding to play football just for the fun of it, I'm saying, no, Bo, no, take the money in baseball. You might be able to go 20 years. Well, I had a little help from the mob. He said, fight a little college ball. Some of the pros came to took a look at me, take a look at me, and they said, Ash, kid's not bad, but I don't know if he's really got what it takes for Major League. When I graduated from college, the godfather said to me, Nino, you have served us well as our consigliere while you have been in college. It is time now for me to return a favor. Is there anything you would like in life? I said, well, uh, godfather... Uh... Uh, the, uh, what is it again? The tuto de uh, puto de... Tuto de todo copy. Yeah, the, uh, the boss of all bosses is within your power to get me on a major league baseball team. It is my pleasure to assist you in this endeavor. Stand by. Sure enough, I won't say the team, but apparently... Made him an offer they couldn't refuse. I couldn't believe it. I was shooting up in the majors. And that's one thing. Ask any baseball player. They always remember their first time at bat. The weather, who the pitcher was, which bat they used. And the fear in their guts. So I came to the plate. And wouldn't you know, I made solid contact. The ball got out of the infield, but in the short center. And it looked like they were going to throw me out anyway. I didn't realize it, but the godfather sent a few torpedoes into the crowd just to make sure I did good. A couple of wise guys were there watching me. So when it looked like they were going to throw me out at first as I came stretching and pounding for all I was worth. One of the wise guys took out the first baseman. Now I'm headed for second. The pitcher who backed up the first baseman grabbed the ball, threw it to the second baseman, but there was another guy up in the balcony. Took out the second baseman. Same thing as I rounded third. And finally... As I did a, a face dive in the home plate, they blasted the catcher. I mean, I scored, but I stood there with my hands on my hips. I wasn't sure where the guys were. I said, somebody tell the godfather. I appreciate his concern, but at this rate, I'm never going to get my picture on a baseball card. 
Hang on. There's no telling where the grease is headed next. It's the Grease Man Show. Yeah, let me take a quick pause. My number is 1-800-544-9294. Stand by for more. How's the Grease Man Show? And now for the 20-song music. <laughs> 94 WISP. It always amazes me the things people ask for when they're doing a concert thing. Kind of interesting to uh, theorize how they get to this point with the stuff they want. I read where Yule Brenner, God rest his soul, he wanted things like uh, 22 dates. 14 figs. I remember when Frank Sinatra came to D.C., he needed a bottle of Jack Black. He needed a carton of camels. Uh, all these things. I'm reading over uh, Prince's demands. If you hire Prince and uh, you want him to play at your nightclub or arena, besides paying him the money, there's certain things he wants. Such as, let me read you Prince's list. Uh, use of the kitchen 24 hours a day by his personal chef. Twelve bottles of water, box spring, and a very soft mattress on the floor. He uh, needs a black baby grand piano, a Steinway, or a Yamaha only. Uh, very high-quality audio and video equipment, blackout curtains, and an assortment of wines, and 200 pounds of weights. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I show up, I usually do the gig and leave. Maybe I'm making a mistake. You know, I have a whole nightclub back, and I'm, I'm just happy to get paid and get out of there. Yeah, alive. <laughs> some of the places I've played over the years. And I think about it, maybe, maybe I should make some demands. We've been very interested in your development. You know what I'm saying? Since you first took the shots. You know, I get out there. I mean, I had kind of a wacky show. Maybe I ought to do me some rapid day. You know? Trying to think what I would ask for. I don't think I'll change at this stage of my life. What I ask for is the money. But I mean, all these people are asking for all these things backstage. When I'm on tour, out on the road, I don't carry much, don't need a load. But there are some things I must insist. When I sign a contract, I'll add a list. On the back page is my writer. Item number one is Wiener Slider. I need a penthouse with lots of room and a fresh pack of Fruit of the Looms. For my vacuum jack, I'll need some power, 220, in case I'm there without my funny little honey. A couple of bottles of bone dry mixings for that nightly tonic. I'll be fixing. Get down with your bad self. Y'all say what? Say who? Tell the roof off the sucker to the bus stop here. For that day. Hideous, massive, charming. A case, I'm happily married, got something for my face. I like to dance, I like to sing, so I want a CD from the Mambo Kings. I'll need a boombox to play it loud, and I'll need a tailor, because I'm willing down. I don't play golf, don't need a caddy, but I'll need some Slim Jims and Dipperillas for my daddy. Get down with your bad self, you'll say, who say what? Tell the revolver so I can do the bus stop here. Long back, Mosey, hold that door. Diesel fit, I said, not you. And I need to rock, too. That's crucial. That is crucial to the goings on. Throw me on some cars. It's the Grease Man Show.
Well 